Just a short special show this week. Our podcast is all about feeding mealworms to birds. And the reason our podcast is pretty short this week is because we are sending squillions of mealworms out at the moment. So if you'd like any mealworms at the end of the show, just uh, go to our website, wigglywigglers.co.uk and uh, we'll be pleased to send them out to you. Uh, Georgie and Rach and Sam have been in charge of mealworms this year and I think their record day was we had three post collections and I'm with Sam so she'll just give us an idea of how many tubs and bags of mealworms we sent on Tuesday. Over to Sam. Well, we sent 331 parcels in total. Um, and from memory, I believe it was 350 plus tubs and over 400 bags. So that's a lot of mealworms that are going out there. And thanks to our fantastic postman, especially Cameron, for getting them out and off to people. And they all go first class post. And for those of you that wonder about first class post, we were once investigated by trading standards who asked us to implement the animal movement act and uh, if we were to do that we needed to let the mealworms out every eight hours for food and water we needed to ensure the mealworm was not pregnant or newborn and we needed to ensure that the journey was uh, eight hours or less um so you'll be pleased to know we decided to send them first class and that seemed to uh, cut through all the rubbish so feeding live mealworms why do it in your garden especially if you're already feeding dried mealworms for those of you that don't know what a mealworm is it's a larvae and it's the second stage of life of a beetle and the latin name for the beetle is tenebrio molitor i probably said that wrong but it's a species of darkling beetle really mealworms aren't actually worms so they are actually a larvae that becomes a beetle so the first thing that happens is the beetle lays an egg which turns into a larvae to pupae and beetle dried mealworms and live worms are absolutely fine to feed to birds but the dried mealworms have been dried out and they're dried out using heat or freeze drying and they're just not as beneficial to the birds. They're okay and they're good as a backup, but compared to a live mealworm, they just don't cut the mustard. Lots of birds love mealworms. To give you just a list of a few, probably in order of how much they love them, robins, wrens, starlings, song thrushes, nuthatch, house sparrow, Great tits, dunnocks, blackbirds, blackcaps and blue tits all love mealworms. The key thing about feeding mealworms is many gardens that have particularly had the front area paved over or if the garden is really manicured like a lawn, it's not that great for the bugs and insects and the invertebrates that really, really thrive in a more natural garden. Some bugs and beasties have decreased because of the pesticides that we've used in our gardens, pollution and climate change. 
So mealworms are really a portion of natural food. The amazing thing about mealworms are that they feed nestlings and fledglings because their parents pick up the live food and then they go to the nest and they feed their young. And it's really important because your fledglings and your nestlings don't eat seed or peanuts. They are dependent on bugs and invertebrates. The thing is that your fledglings and nestlings can't drink. They can't um, get water from a bird bath or a natural source. So the moisture that they need to survive is provided solely by live food. And so by feeding mealworms, you are delivering their drink as well as their protein. By the way, the protein content of a mealworm is over 50%. So that helps the nestlings grow and ensure that they survive to become adults. So what we're going to do about the fact that they are wiggly and live, because some people find this a bit off-putting, and think of them like maggots. Well, there's a real difference between maggots and mealworms, and the real difference is that maggots feed on meat and smell, and mealworms are vegetarian in themselves. So they're a very clean larvae, and, you know, they do wiggle, just get over it because um, there's no harm in a wiggle. You know this. In terms of the difference that you can make, you will definitely help the survival rate of your young birds. So you can expect, if, you, if you're looking to improve the amount of birds you see in your garden, one of the very first steps is to feed mealworms. So how do you do it? So there are quite a lot of mealworm feeders and some people want especially starlings and bigger birds to be put off when putting mealworms out because they're not the cheapest food. So a mealworm feeder like our I Love Robins feeder is particularly good because the top of the feeder adjusts downwards so that only tiny birds can get at it. And the key thing is that you have a really steep-sided garden bowl or a dish and it needs to have smooth edges and they need to be at least three centimeters high so that the mealworms can't actually crawl out because it's amazing how much they can get out. You'll find that we send your mealworms in bran and uh, we also feed your mealworms on carrots so if you want to feed them and add a bit of weight to them pop in a bit of carrot in with the bran is a really good idea and their poop is called frass by the way and when you feed them you need to just sieve away that bran and frass and pop a few into your steep sided dish so whether that's your I love robins feeder or a steep sided dish doesn't matter but the key thing is that you separate the frass which is their poop from the mealworm and put them out like that. The easiest way to keep them is keep them somewhere cool. So we keep them in a fridge at four degrees. You can keep them in your fridge, but if you hate that idea, the coolest place is the best thing to do. And I always say to people, don't buy too many at a time. 
So it's better to have your mealworms regularly, so weekly as usual. Don't try and keep them forever because they do obviously develop into beetles as the time goes along and conditions are right. So I hope that's useful to you. And if you'd like to try any, you can go to our website. Most people find that their birds will come nearer to them because of feeding mealworms. And of course, we do a subscribe and save. So if you'd like to save pennies, um, if you sign up for our subscribe and save, you save over 10% and you don't have to keep reordering every week. Enjoy your birds and I hope that mealworms will be a part of your feeding in the future. Thanks for listening. I've been Heather from Wiggly Wigglers. Here on the farm, time for Ask Wiggly. So thanks to Alan Potts for this week's question, which is, can I use Bokashi Active Bran in my normal food waste bin to reduce the smell? Um, so thanks for that, Alan. Yeah, well, mm, gosh, thought of. Okay, Bokashi Active Bran will definitely help reduce smells, but the way that it works is anaerobically. So if you've got a kitchen caddy that has a good sealed lid, as good as a sort of biscuit tin seal I would say then it will definitely help reduce the smell of your kitchen waste. They used it for all sorts of things in the Japanese tsunami times even to help stop the smells of the bodies and also many people use it in their chicken houses to help reduce the odour of the chickens so I would say it will definitely help reduce the smell it just won't work as well if it is aerated hope that's of use thanks for listening to the wiggly podcast if you want to know anything more about us just go to the website www.wigglywigglers.co.uk and now you can leave a question for farmer phil or terry or me if you really want to even monty Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.